Hello, everybody. I'm Tish Williams, Executive Director of Partners for Stennis and Michoud. Thursday, March 18th at 2 p.m. is the date and time for the hot fire test, the final test of the Green Run test series, a comprehensive assessment of the Space Launch System's core stage prior to launching the Artemis One mission to put the next man and the first woman on the moon. And with me today is the chairman of Partners for Stennis and Mission, Mark Glorioso. And he is going to interview Michael McDaniel with Airjet Rocketdyne, our general manager there, to tell you about what's in store on Thursday, March the 18th at two o'clock. Mark? Michael, first of all, thank you, Tish. I appreciate your time, Michael. I really enjoy getting a chance to talk to you. Can you recap a little bit for us? Why are we redoing this test? Mark, uh, thank you, and it's a great question. Uh, you know, the first test uh, was in January, and it went for a duration of 67 seconds. And there was a red line uh, cut, and the uh, engine shut down safely, the core stays shut down safely, exactly how it's designed to do. So 67 seconds does not get us into all the test objectives that we wanted to see. So we really need four minutes to eight minutes, somewhere in that range uh, to get all the test uh, objectives completed. So that's, that's the reason we had the second uh, green run is to run the, the, the test between four minutes and eight minutes, somewhere just under 500 seconds. Is what and this targeting. profile that you're running tomorrow, is that the same launch sequence and profile that we're planning for the, the actual Artemis One launch? Uh, yes, it is. It's the same exact profile for the uh, first green run uh, test we ran in January, and it will be the same profile that's for the launch uh, in, of Artemis uh, later this year. And do we have a new date on when the Artemis launch might be? Right now, targeting the last quarter, somewhere around October, November of this year. Uh, it, it all depends on when it gets to Kennedy and what they need to get that integrated into the, to the boosters and get the Orion capsule and the weather and and everything that goes along with, uh, with getting this integration and out to the, to the launch pad. But it could be as early as October, November. It could be first part of January of next year. It just depends on the, on the timing of But we're still it's targeting. Testing again to make sure we get this right. And it doesn't have, at least not yet, uh, consequences for our current launch schedule. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Michael, about this test we're running? Well, you know, it's exciting. This is history. Uh, we're going to be producing almost 1.6 million pounds of thrust at sea level. It, 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 when the Artemis is launching, those engines are going to produce somewhere around 2 million pounds of thrust. But there hasn't been that much liquid rocket propulsion uh, in the world since the 70s. So when you look at what's going on, we're going to have a uh, start sequence of all four engines at one time, history. We're going to have a full duration test of 1.6 million pounds of thrust at, on the testing, history. And if you think about, uh, to me, uh, the employees that work here and, and live in this area, this is making history for the, for the nation and for the world and for Mississippi. So uh, it, it's the employees and their families, they're, they they pour their, their work into and the quality into uh, this rocket engine and they actually get to see it perform. And so that's what these, this test is gonna do. And of course we know that we're really uh, focusing on the safety of the astronauts. And when we fly the astronauts, we wanna make sure that we understand all risk. And that's why we test. Because uh, just for the, uh, 
Example of the cut on the first test, you'd rather have that happen on a test stand than on a launch pad. And so we, we just don't know everything you model, but you just don't know everything. And so running these tests is key and critical uh, to the safety and reliability of the program. Well, Michael, I can't thank you enough. And I do want to reiterate, having worked there, even as recently as three years ago, we were in the middle of trying to get ready for this test. And I personally couldn't be prouder of what the United States is doing with this rocket. And uh, with that said, um, I will be uh, like I was last time because of COVID. I can't come on site, but I'm going to be over there parked by the north gate so I can get a close-up view of this thing best I can because it's very exciting. Thank you again. Back to you, Tish. Yes, and thank you, Michael and Mark. I will actually be watching from Lazy Magnolia Brewing Company just right outside the gate, and actually they're having a uh, a, a party there from two to four. It is free, open to the public. Come on down. They're going to have all the TV monitors going, and it will be an exciting time to come together to share this history with each other. And so bottom line of what Michael is saying is to ensure SLS can safely send humans to space, and NASA is going to use this data from the Green Run test campaign, along with the modeling and the analysis to show the core stage design can fly not only on Artemis One, but also for many deep space missions to come. You heard it right here with Partners for Sinus and Mishud. Join us Thursday, March 18th. We'll be at Lazy Magnolia starting at 2 p.m. And listen for the shake, rattle, and roar. <laughs>